Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the live chat. So excited to have you. Um, let me know, guys, where you're tuning in from. If you have any questions, I am very, very excited to be here. Um, had a great week last week in Washington, D.C. As you guys know, Siri and I have a huge passion for saving horses uh, and passing the SAFE Act to ban horse slaughter. We had amazing meetings in D.C. I'm just pinning the post, you guys. Don't mind me. Uh, we had amazing meetings last week, and it looks like the bill to ban horse slaughter um, is going to go through to full markup today. So I'm very, 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 very excited. And while we're on here, I am going to do a little ask from you guys because I am posting a link, and I'm also going to post a little call to action um, to help us, hopefully, uh, if you're in a rural area, uh, to call your reps and ask them to vote yes on our bill because it's so important to us. So that's a little ask just from me and Siri. If you have 30 seconds, if you could just call your rep and ask them to vote yes if you're in a rural area like, um, you know, Oklahoma, uh, Wyoming, Utah, Washington State, Alabama, Kentucky, Illinois, Iowa, Texas, any of those rural states, um, we would just be so grateful uh, if you could take action for us and just jump on and uh, call Leave, you can leave a voice message. Um, it just takes like 30 seconds. All you need to do is ask to be connected to your representative if you're in a rural area and ask them to please vote yes on the HR 3355 SAFE Act, which I have put um, in here. It's also pinned. Um, but I want to say a quick, awesome, good luck, seven days until Chattanooga Ironman and our amazing, Del I always say his name, Demolier is racing. Um, his first Ironman Chattanooga, Damalier, I don't know how to say his last name. He's got seven days and he's got his kit with Team Two's Tri Club on it. I'm so proud of him. Um, he's done so amazing. And while we're here, I want to also congratulate um, Kristen White, Wilkes White, for her completing her Ironman and getting her uh, in Maryland, Ironman Maryland, and getting her qualifying spot for Hawaii for her legacy spot. That's huge. To get a legacy spot, you got to do like, I don't know how many Ironmans, but it's ridiculous. Like, it's insanity. So congratulations, Kristen. We are so proud of you. You did amazing. Um, we also had uh, some people racing the 70.3 in Washington. I know Amy Tony Lovings had an amazing day. She killed it. She said there was cooler weather, so that really helped. Um, and I also want to congratulate our athlete of the month, Magda Niwat, who is racing pro and has just absolutely killed it, qualifying for Kona this year and just killing it um, in the pro fields. She's coached by... Uh, Yvonne Van Vlerken, who is one of the fastest ever all-time athletes in the world and also has more sub-9s than any other female. She's one of our Team Series Tri Club coaches in Europe, and she's amazing. So if you're in Europe and you're wanting to be coached by Yvonne or Pierre Van Vlerken, just reach out um, and let me know. The DM me or comment on here because we'd love to help you. So, yeah, so we have World Champs is, God, what is it, three, two, two or three weeks away. Oh, my God, I can't believe Hawaii is like, that's just crazy. It's like well, two weeks away, literally, um, until the race, just over. So that's exciting. And I know we have quite a few people going. So let us know, you guys, if we are. If we are. I know that we have, um, from Europe, we have like six athletes, Marlene DeBoer, Magda Niwot, Julie Delu, Petra Paul, Michael Horan, Martin, um, and Yvonne and Pierre are also going. So that's just amazing. I'd love to know if we've got people also from our team. I know Kerry Hickson is racing as well, one of series athletes. I actually think she may win her age group, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, let us know, you guys. If you have questions tonight, post them up here now. Um, I know we had a question I'm going to answer for Karen Peterson. Um, that was she needs some advice on some good level entry um, running watch to download to Training Peaks. Now, 
Usually I would say, why don't you just write it in the comments and just uh, tell us more about how you feel and um, rather than your speed, especially for newbies. But in saying that, as a coach, it's always good to have metrics and feedback as well. So um, there's so many ones. There's Apple Watch, there's your Garmin, your basic Garmin. Um, there, there's Polar, there's quite a few. But um, Siri wears a, oh my gosh, I can't even think of the name of it a smartwatch as well um, when she sleeps, which gives her all her sleep feedback, but you also shouldn't get too caught up in it. So um, we try to recommend no watches, to be honest. So I would probably say no watch rather than a watch. I also think they're very expensive. And a lot of the time, if you're there reading heart rate, speed can be kind of accurate, but heart rate is usually off because it either interferes with the electrical power lines. If you have more athletes around you, it would interfere with that as well. Um, it will also, um, you, I would prefer you to listen to your body and listen to your feel and how you feel rather than going off a watch. Um, if you are going to wear it, I say don't watch the heart rate or the speed. Just use it and use it for data upload. But when, as coaches, especially for myself and Siri, we don't really care about the data. We would much rather know how you felt. Um, and we get data when you're on the treadmill because we know what speed you're doing because the treadmill will tell you. So I say when you're running free on land, like don't worry too much about speed because the terrain's different, the heat's different, the wind's different. Um, you can be under fatigue as well. So treadmill's a good guide usually for us as coaches for speed. Same on the trainer with the power numbers. Like I would say don't look at them, just focus on cadence. Always just focus on cadence and by feel and then download the file and look at it afterwards. But as coaches, unless it's like an FTP test or a specific, specific uh, race workout, we don't tend to look at that. We'd rather know how you felt. Um, unless, of course, like there's something specific or more the elite level um, athletes and the pros and you want to micro micro tune yourself for that two millimeters or that two percent but as an age grouper especially a beginner newbie it's just not as important and i think often heart rate is way off with um these watches that measure your radial pulse because it measures your um as you as you beat as you run it can measure the the say the movement of your of your step or your wrist rather than your heart rate and a lot of the time it's completely off you take it manually manually will be the most accurate you can get chest straps are good too but they're annoying they cut your breathing off but manually taking your heart rate for 15 seconds and timesing it by four is going to get your really accurate pulse rate so i would definitely recommend that so all right i don't see any other questions on here so if you don't have any guys um i will say goodbye but i'm going to wait a little bit longer um, we are going to do a Kona um, lead up and we're going to do tips for the whole week leading into Kona. So um, I believe that Kona race week is like two weeks away. I think the first, well, technically two weeks from this this Friday. So I think the men race on the 7th, I think that's right, um, or maybe the 6th. Tell me if I'm wrong. And the men might be racing. The age groups might be the 6th and the women on the 7th. God, I should know. But I think it's age groupers on the Age group is on the 6th and then women on the 7th, men, men on the 8th. I, I might be wrong, but let us know. Using ankle and vested weights for training. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Joe, we do not do that. That is that that is very, I don't mind old school, but no. I just think like adding that extra weight, like it's you're better off doing extra effort by doing speed and incline. Adding extra weight is not recommended unless you're training for the Navy SEALs, right? We don't carry extra weight when we're training. And, and I don't even love, re recommend even carrying like the the uh, fuel pack as either because it can be a little bit heavier. But some people do, but that's still only a liter. It's maybe a, a kilo, like one kilo is not heavy, right? Your phone might weigh 200 grams, so it's not that heavy. So I do not recommend using ankle weights or vested weights for training. Triathlon, is that is not conducive to triathlon at all. If you want to work harder, you should be doing speed work, interval work, incline work, big gear strength work, hill work, um, all of that sort of stuff 
to build fitness rather than using the weights. It's also more prone to injury. And within a sport like this, it's really endurance-based. Um, you can get the conditioning in your legs from biking, running, uh, and the conditioning from the, you know, running's high impact and the conditioning from doing the speed work. And I just don't recommend that. We did have a question, I remember. Someone asked um, why we don't recommend running over two and a half hours in training when you're training for Ironman. This is a really good question and I'm going to answer it for you guys because a lot of the time, especially age groupers, and I get it because pros may run three hours, the men a little quicker, and then slowest pro female may run three hours 30. And I can tell you right now, they never run over three hours. And if they do, it's broken. It's two in the morning, 30 minutes at night, or two in the morning, an hour at night, or two hours and a half in the morning, 30 minutes at night, but doesn't usually ever go over three hours. And there's many reasons for that. And some of the age groupers say, well, okay, but I'm going to take five hours to run my marathon. So don't I need to do a marathon in training to practice for it? Well, no, you don't. Because what's going to happen is you are going to get the aerobic conditioning and you are going to get the time in the legs and specifically in your engine, cardiovascular, heart and lungs, you're gonna get that from the bikes, five to six hour bike rides, okay? So cardiovascularly, your heart and lungs don't have a brain. They don't know what exercise you're doing. They're just gonna adapt cardiovascularly, aerobically to that fitness or that workout that you're doing. So guess what, you're, you can trick it. You can do your your endurance and your, your, your long aerobic stuff and your aerobic conditioning from long bike workouts and long brick workouts. And the bonus is, Riding for five or six hours is going to give you the aerobic conditioning. And then a brick session where we always do for Ironman, say four to five hours, even up to six hours on the bike. And then in between 30 to an hour off running off the bike, you could go up to two hours, but I just don't recommend that. You want to cut the bike back to about four if you're going to try and run two hours off. But you can get away with doing a five-hour bike and an hour run. But with that hour run, instead of just running an Ironman race pace, you're going to do intervals, okay? So you're training your body under fatigue after a five or six hour bike. That's going to give you the conditioning aerobically, but also to train your body under fatigue when you have that fatigue in the legs, but much less chance of injury. So we always say don't run more than I would say two and a half hours max. And my recommendation, if you want to do the two and a half hours, you do two in the morning, 30 at night, because what happens is firstly, when you're trying to run a marathon in training, you are going to take weeks to recover from that. To run two, two, over two hours, say two and a half at the most, the, the recovery from doing that, because obviously your heart rate is a lot higher on the run usually than the bike, definitely for an, almost everybody it is, absolutely, especially as a less conditioned age driven than a top pro. But the recovery from a two and a half hour plus run is going to be so much longer than doing a non-weight bearing five to six hour bike. Five to six hour bike, you don't have that weight pairing, you don't have that impact, you don't have the chance of injury. So that's the third point. There's way less chance, and I shared a post on this on Instagram today, so look up at Team Series Track Club. But the third important thing, and I think is one of the most important, is backing up. Backing up, to try, if you're trying to run a marathon in training or over three hours, backing up to do high intensity, and these are the key hard run sessions to get your ideal run fitness and improve your run fitness. You're gonna get a lot of conditioning and fitness from a long run, but you're gonna get more from doing high interval, um, way above race pace, speed work, high intensity interval works. Um, on the run, you're gonna get way more fitness for the run from doing that. But if you try to do a three, four hour run in training and then try and back up, on the bike and the run, the swim the next week, like you are not gonna have anything in the tank for that and you're gonna be exhausted and you're just not gonna get the conditioning into your run fitness because you're so exhausted from doing long, long, long runs. So get it on the bike, get it on the bricks, 
um, do the high-intensity interval run sessions, even as, if it's up to like an hour 15, hour 30 worth of intervals where you're running way above race pace. Like I used to say hold four 15 for a 20-minute K pace on the run in a marathon, but I would be doing my key runs at 345 pace, even quicker. Um, just go 15 to 30 seconds under your kilometer pace of your goal race pace. And this is when you're starting to get into like the 330 marathon, sub 330, sub 345 marathon. That's when it starts to get really important. If you just want to make the run, like just still the same thing. My, my answer is still get the conditioning, up aerobic conditioning from the bike and the bricks and do the high intensity stuff of the runs. Really work the run with your interval runs throughout the week. Um, the, the big thing too, it reduces injury risk. Like as you start to go over two, two and a half hours, you get fatigued, you get more pressure on ligaments, tendons, bones, joints, muscles. It also damages your heart even more. So there's so many reasons why we recommend not going over two and a half hours on the run. And the less conditioned you are, the less I recommend it. You could do a walk shuffle. And another way to great to do it is a hike. But I do recommend as a triathlete, hiking, it's not that ideal. You want to be doing like a brick. So do a bike session and then a run off. That's going to give you conditioning under fatigue in your legs. So there you go. Hopefully that helped. Um, we had the question on that, and I really want to touch base on that tonight. I think it's really, really important. Um, I don't see any other questions on here, you guys. So I'll wait around for a little bit. Um, I know someone talked about uh, there was a there was a question actually about a hundred k bike ride, and I need to try and find it. Uh, one of the girls was doing a hundred kilometer bike ride, and she was asking about tapering for that hundred um, k. Now I think it was in three weeks' time. So basically. Um, so I think it was 100, maybe 100 miles. So that's kind of similar. I would say uh, 100 miles, so that's 160 kilometers. So that's similar to doing like a, a slower half Ironman. So it would be a similar taper to what you would do for a half Ironman. Um, I can't quite find the question here, but say it's like a like a five or six hour bike ride. That's kind of equal to doing a half Ironman, but it's, it's actually probably less impactful because you're not... Um, yeah, because you're not uh, getting the weight bearing in the run. So you're probably going to recover a little quicker from that than you would from a half. But I would say the taper would be very similar. And the taper for a half Ironman is very similar to a full. So two weeks out, we tend to start tapering back um, for, for the two weeks out. And then the week out from the race is really important. The, the long weekend from the week out from a race for a half or a 70.3. We never ride over three hours and we do the big gear work and we do, barely do race pace effort. It might be a minute on, a minute off, but big gear work to strength, put strength in the legs and just turn the, um, all the muscles on. Um, and then you may do turnovers off the bike or something like that. If you're doing a 70.3, you may do some cadence work. Turnovers is basically 20 fast, 40 easy, 10 times for some speed, but it leaves you with 20 on 40 off is basically a one to three work rest ratio. No, wait, it's one to two. But but the, the idea is that the 20 seconds, you're not really getting your heart rate up. So it's really not exertion. It's more about speed and then you have that 40 second off. So it shouldn't really be a high intensity heart rate session for doing something like that called cadence work or turnover work. So you could do that off the bike. We usually do that on the Saturday brick. Sunday long run before an Ironman and a full Ironman. Uh, half Ironman, the week out, never more than an hour 15. And again, if you haven't done cadence work off the bike on the Saturday, sometimes we don't even do a run off the bike Saturday. It's just the cadence work after the hour easy, just for that fast trips fibers to feel good sort of stuff because you'll start to tape and you'll start to feel pretty fresh to get that speed in the legs. Um, but if you're just biking in your hour triathlete, I don't recommend really changing. You still want to be doing the running, so I wouldn't do much different, but I would not ride more than the three hours. I would say three hours max. Um, the more conditioned you are, you could go three, three and a half, 
the less condition you are, cut back to two. And then if the hour 15 run sounds too long, then cut it back to maybe an hour. And then the week of, like, cut right back. Like, Cameron Brown always gave me this option, and he always says he used to go by this. This is his Bible, was 30% of normal training. And this guy trained, like, 30 hours a week, 40 hours a week. So 30% of your normal training race week. So we would usually do um, the Thursday or Friday off before the race, depending on when the race is. I like to have the Thursday off if it's a Saturday race, the Friday off if it's a Sunday race, off completely. Monday's usually a hard swim. Tuesday's usually a brick. Wednesday's usually an aerobic easy bike, flush out with some big gear and an easy uh, swim, strength swim. Thursday's usually a bit of a peppy, fastish kind of swim with a long rest. Um, um, and then the next day is usually off, Friday's usually off, and then Saturday's a little bit of everything sprinkled in. So yeah, hopefully that helped, Joe. Um, hopefully you got my question, your question answered. And um, I don't have anything else to contribute tonight, so I will probably say goodnight. Um, but if you're watching this in replay, um, yeah, thank you for being on. And um, yeah, thank you for being here. And remember that if you're listening to this afterwards and you're not in the Team Serious Tri Club, we have uh, a little thing on our website right now. You can enter as a newbie. You, ha you can't be a member. You have to be a non-member. But if you're a newbie that wants to join or even doesn't want to join, just wants to sign up for our emails, you go in the draw to win $2,000 coaching package. It is like merchandise, one-on-one -on -one call with Siri and I, a year's membership, a full um, $500 training plan. Um, so it's, it's $2,000 and you can enter it by just going to www.teamseriestriclub.com. And that's S-I-R-I-U-S, okay, www.teamsirius, S-I-R-I-U-S, try, T-R-I, club, C-L-U-B, dot com, okay? So there's a little pop-up that comes up and you can enter there. Um, you could also go to at Team Sirius Tri Club on Instagram and the little link there to enter it. Um, and all of you guys get the 5K bonus. If you haven't been sent that, look in your spam because everybody gets um, at least $100 worth of value each month or between 20 and 150, I think it is, or even 200. 5K bonus plan, taper plan, uh, 21 key sessions plan. Um, we're always giving out free stuff every single month worth more than the $37 membership. So it's totally worth it for you guys. So you get that as well. All right, you guys. Well, thank you very much for being on. Um, please share with friends. There's also free memberships available if you want that. Just DM me. I can send you a link. But we'd love you to join up um, to at least go into the draw to win our $2,000 uh, coaching package. If you're not a member, you can do that on our website. Just check the pop-up or check our social media. Team Series Tri Club. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Woohoo! Awesome, you guys. Thank you so much. Love you all. Have a great one.